Hello, and welcome back to Death is Everything. I'm your host, Marianne, here to uh, bring you some conversations about death, some random death facts, and whatever I learn um, on my (laughs) death exploration journey. Um, I just want to take a moment to thank you if you are listening. I really appreciate it. I've been struggling to get episodes out lately. You may have noticed there's a bit of a gap. Um, And I thought I'd take a minute just to talk a little bit about what's going on, keep you in the loop. So I've been in school, I'm studying accounting. And, um, you know, I've come up with some, some difficult tests and and things along the way. Um, Entering summer, I had thought that I would kind of take it slow, but it turns out that isn't happening. So I'm going to do the best I can to keep pumping out some episodes for you guys. Um, I'm really glad that I've gotten some good feedback. People seem to be really enjoying the podcast, and I'm glad. If it does something for you, if it helps you, if you just simply enjoy it for entertainment value, that makes it a success to me, and I truly appreciate you being here. So if you have any interest or know someone who's interested in being a guest um, to just talk with me about their death experiences, sometimes it's more about life than death. I'd be happy to get those people on the podcast. So uh, feel free to send them to my Instagram at D period, I period, E period underscore cast. They can send me a message. They can find me on Twitter at death every cast. Or you can email me at deathiseverythingpodcast at gmail.com if you're interested. The other thing I wanted to say is I have been collaborating with the Scatterbrain podcast. Um, Dan and Ian, they are from San Diego. So if you're enjoying Death is Everything, you may want to check out their podcast You can find Scatterbrain's podcast on Twitter at ScatterbrainPod, and you can find them on Instagram at ScatterbrainPodSD for San Diego. Um, They're an awesome podcast, and if you haven't already, go check them out. I think they also have a website, www.scatterbrainpodcast.com, and they have links to listen, and you should definitely check them out when you get a chance. Like I said, I've been on their podcast, they've been on my podcast, and we have kind of this continuing uh, merging or or path crossing thing going on. And it's a lot of fun. So um, I've also been on a few other podcasts recently, you may want to check out uh, the last podcast you'd want. And into the Wikiverse. Those are both also really fun podcasts. So go on over, check them out, see what they're all about, and um, enjoy. So my next guest that I'm going to have on today is a dear friend of mine that I met recently in school. Um, She and I commiserated on a lot of struggle um, with classwork. We studied together. We have shared some really in-depth, amazing conversations about politics, about life, about death, about everything. And so, um, 
yeah, without further ado, I will introduce you to my dear friend, Keisha. Hi, Keisha. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you doing today? I am very well. <laughs> no, I'm okay. I'm doing You're just good. fine. Good. Uh, welcome to Death is Everything. I appreciate you doing this interview with me today. Thank you. Are you yes. ready? <laughs> I'm not sure, but I am doing it. So. Yeah. You just got to kind of dive in. Um, if you're going to do public speaking in the future, this is a good start. You know, it's kind of a safe zone. Yes, definitely. On the Zoom? Yes, on the Zoom. This is a story to tell future <laughs> generations for sure. Yeah, yeah. We're, I mean, we're, we've had so many Zoom conversations that... Mm -hmm. And in the past, we've had so many conversations that later I'm like, oh, what were we talking about? I wish I had that one recorded. Yes, yes. We go into very deep conversations, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so first of all, just to, you know, give people an idea of your background, uh, where did you grow up? Yes, I grew up in Puerto Rico. I'm just, I grew up in Puerto Rico. I am Puerto Rico born and raised, and right I love my beautiful islands. If you ever want to go visit, go ahead. Oh, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. Yes, beautiful beaches, beautiful people and food and everything. So it's just... I love awesome. it. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so do you remember what your first experience was with death? Was it young or? Yes. Um, well, let me see. Personally, I, um, I remember my grandfather who was my godfather. I was raised as Catholic. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we can get into the history of that. <laughs> so it was uh, when I turned five and my grand. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just got your text message. Okay. Oh, that's great. <laughs> okay. It's muted. Sorry okay. about that. No problem. No problem. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's not a problem for me. Yes. So. Um, I was five, I had just turned five and my great grandfather, not my biological great grandfather, but my, one of my great grandmother's many husbands, uh. Uh, he was my godfather. And the day before or the night before he passed away, I had a dream of him oh. and it was just him kind of telling me like to be, he didn't say anything, but I felt peace in that dream and then I woke up and soon after found out that he was dead so it sounds like ridiculously crazy but yeah that's interesting <laughs> yeah. was he like when you think of grandfather is he the your grandfather you know what I mean like yes yes most definitely he was yeah. I I was his the love of his life he was oh. yes he adored me and That's cool. I loved him very much even though I didn't live with him for in the same lifetime as him right for very long but yeah. as also my my real great-grandfather 
from another side died the day I was born. So I guess. Oh, interesting. Yes. So my mom was giving birth when my real great grandfather passed away. Was that your mom's grandfather? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. So my mom didn't get to see his funeral because she was recovering in the hospital for several days after I was born. Oh. So, yes. Wow. <laughs> that's interesting. Yes. I should have said that. That was the first, I mean, technical well, experience, but not that I, I could remember. So. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> might be one of your mom's death experiences. But also, you know, it's interesting that it ties to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I don't think that happens very often. That's an interesting one. Yes, it's it was a uh, it was kind of weird. My mom was attached to him. I mean, not as much as my my great grandfather, who wasn't my real great grandfather. Yeah, but uh, my mom did enjoy his presence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Grandparents have the easy role in a way. Yes, they do. You know. They're the likable ones. Your parents, not so much. You're like, why are you here? You're bugging me. Yeah, parents are more like, hey, leave me alone. Grandparents seem, you know. Mm -hmm. But our parents have that relationship with their parents. Yes. You know, and it goes on and on. Exactly, yes. It's a never-ending cycle, so, I mean. Do you remember how you felt about that when you found out when you were little you were pretty small yes I was extremely sad it was I don't know if I got over it for several years I still keep his what do you call that the little cards they give oh like a prayer card yes I still Mm -hmm. have that from when he passed away and it has like drops of tears it's so ridiculous but I don't know that's cool I thought whenever I was going through really hard times, I would sit and think of him. Yeah. And he, he kept, I'm not considered, I don't consider myself a religious person, but I somehow thought of spirituality through him because he was a great human being. Uh, He was religious, but he was just a nice person willing to help he would go through such huge lengths to help anyone so whenever I felt down or I felt just not knowing what to do just I would think of him and um, there were some points where I did talk to a priest and it wasn't that I went to church I just talked to this one specific priest and he would talk to me about my great grandfather because he knew him personally. Oh, and interesting. Yeah. So it was it was nice to not feel forced to get into religion, but still get some sort of uh, peace. Yeah. From- yeah. And a connection to him, mm-hmm. you know, to talk to someone who knew him in his life. Yes. Who could kind of reflect him to you a little bit. Yes, without without the just the grief or just yeah. like not wanting like oh he was a nice man oh remember this remember this but it was more of a just of how much of a great person he was and like mm-hmm. how he would have felt about me and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He would be yeah. extremely proud. Yes. Especially now 
Yes. Like how far you've come. <laughs> oh, yes. Amazing. Um, if you could say anything to someone you know who'd passed away, well, can you think of what that would be? I've had my fair share of uh, people that have died, so I don't know who I would yeah. talk to. Um, or maybe something you would say to all of them. Not to everyone that has died, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, mostly that I wish I could have said I love you more. Yeah. I think that's a lot of people's biggest regret that especially my grandmother because I was with her when she died. Yes. Yes. I, I wish I could have told her I loved her right before she passed away and not been annoyed by her. <laughs> pain. <laughs> so, yes. Oh yeah. I concur. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's the thing, you know? Yes, it is the thing. It is the thing. It's it's something, it's, it's hard to talk, uh, to think about what you could have told them or what you, what you should have done when you were in that position because you don't know the future. You don't know that, yeah. that that's the last time you'll see them or that's it or I don't know. There's so much to say, like, yeah. Oh man, I wish I could have taken you to another hospital. I don't know. Oh yeah. But- <laughs> yeah, and the thing is like in hindsight hmm. when you think about um sorry. No worries. This happens sometimes on the pod. Um it's the nature of the beast. When you um so when you think about someone who's gone and um, when you think about what you would want to say to them it almost makes you look around your life and just be like I should just be running around like hey I love you hey I love you (laughs) that'd be just weird (laughs) (laughs) yeah right because because it's normal like in our daily lives like the people we love are going to annoy us yes. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to they're going to bug us they're going to drive us crazy um and you know the thing like with family and stuff they know we love them you know um your grandpa knew you loved him your grandpa your grandmother your grandparent you know all of these family members, we know, you know, like, even with our friends, you know, it's like, we know we love our friends. We, we do. And even though we don't always say it all the time, you know, um, it's there, you know, (laughs) it's there. And that's the interesting thing, you know, it's like, Whenever I ask that question to people, they're never like, oh, I just want to go back and be like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're never like, I just want to go back and, and tell him he was wrong about this one thing, you know. Their Although there's thought... one person that I would have done that to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Those people do exist um, as well. You know, there are those people and and, and deservingly so. 
Um, But most of the messages, you know, you think like the really important thing to you is I hope this person who's gone now knows that I loved them when they were here and it, and that love continues. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yes. Especially because I, I, and this is coming back. I remember my mom, my mom's talked about, talked to me about when my great grandfather died, not my biological, but my, the one that impacted me. Uh, She talked about, uh, to me, like a couple days before he, um, he got really bad. Um, he talked to her and he was saying to just that she has to be strong and that he, it was mostly kind of like giving his goodbyes. Yeah. Um, and my mom really stood with that for a long time. Mm. so it was just yeah so it 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 was it was hard for her um because it was it was that last conversation she really had with him before he like yeah bucket (laughs) yeah yes (laughs) so she she did think about that for for quite a few years and we we did talk about that it was just I don't know. It, it's yeah, just those last stuff. goodbyes that in the moment you don't think about it. Yeah. But then when it does happen, you're like, oh my God, what was this a sign? I don't know. It's, it's just like, did they know? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Like- I think about that a lot with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a lot of conversations throughout the process of her dying. And many times she thought it was the end for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were a lot of those conversations and yeah. And then, and the funny thing is like the, the day she actually did pass away, um, she wasn't fully cognizant anymore. You know, there was definitely, there was definitely a difference. And so I'm glad that we got that chance. And so it's good that you know, it's interesting being the one left alive, you mm-hmm. know, so I imagine for your mom that conversation sticks because people are so honest Yes. at the end of their lives. There's no need for hiding anything anymore. And I think it's a little jarring to see it mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, shit, it's just like an oh, shit moment, you know, <laughs> like, whoa, that because most I mean we have a lot of truthful conversations um but there's just something so raw about that time yes yeah so yeah I imagine it was like a little jarring for her yes and it's also um when I I think about and I jump a lot sorry (laughs) but that's okay uh, when I I also think about when my grandmother died that I was with her, um, she, it took me a long time to not feel guilty about this. Um, yeah. Her last wishes, because I, I, at that time, I wasn't feeling like it didn't feel meaningful to me, but yeah. the, the last hour that she was alive, she was begging me 
to like it was the middle of the night and she was like I need to see your I need to see Pablo Pablo is my my grandpa yeah and she was like I need to see Pablo I need to see Pablo and I was like grandma like calm down he'll be here tomorrow she was like no I need to see him right now and I was like oh my god she's not gonna let me finish my book I I was reading yeah I was reading a, a book it was a uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez, and it was like a deaf kind of book, so it was kind interesting. Of but uh, <laughs> but in but he but she was just begging to like see him, and I was like, oh my god, I need a coke because I can't deal with this. And then yes. when he came back, I um, I went and sat down and started reading, and then I was like, wait, she's like not doing anything, and she hasn't shut up for a long time. So when um, I when I checked on her, there were like a lot of bubbles and mm-hmm. that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I talked to the, to the nurse, which I have also complaints with that hospital, okay. <laughs> but I, I went to the nurse. I was like, so my grandma has a bunch of bubbles in her mouth and she's not responding. They took like five minutes to get to the, ho- oh, to the room. It's just like, um, I think if someone tells you that they have someone that's not responding with bubbles in their mouth like a sense of urgency yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. so it was and it it was the thing that made me become a CPR instructor while I was in the Navy but it was I think it was mostly because I felt guilty that I didn't help her that I was annoyed and that I didn't meet her last wishes I mean I'm thinking she did she couldn't have known yes I could have not known and at first it was a lot of guilt I and a lot of resentment because I wasn't supposed to be there that night it was my dad yeah. and yeah. I had been I, I spent like 16 of her last 24 hours with her so I was really annoyed yeah, yeah. Day, um in a hospital well and and you were much younger yes than you are now yes you know your mindset you know, you don't think you're going to be the one who's there when things happen. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of responsibility for a yeah. young person, you know. Um, Having to make that call to everyone because no one was responding. Having to make that call to every, I, I made like 15 calls yeah. that night. No one responded as soon my brother was the first one to respond and when my brother said hello that's when like you yeah and I I could not over it it, it was just like tears and tears and tears and tears and he was like "Uh oh something's wrong and he was just like I'm gonna get dad and he ran up and ran upstairs and they knew something was wrong and that's when everyone started calling me as soon as my dad called like all the call I was like how the how do I say this like, yeah. time and time and time and time again? And then uh, the day after it was, it was like seven hours after that we had to go to um, the funeral. Right. And cemetery. Oh. Yes. Seven hours. Yes. Cause she died like at, at two, three in the, like three in the morning or something. And then we went like the morning after. Wow. And it was, is that common? I've never, I mean, yeah, I guess if you're not, not going to be embalmed and they know already what to do or. 
Yeah. I'm not quick turnaround. It was quick. And it was the, the thing that to me was just like, so mind boggling is that my, my aunt had recorded my grandma a couple of weeks ago. Like, what would you want if you ever were to pass away? Like, what would you want? And then my aunt played this video of my grandma saying exactly what she wanted for her funeral and her cemetery. And we just had to listen to that. Like, I don't know, six, seven times. Every time someone would walk into the room, she would play it again. Instead of waiting for everyone to get there, my (laughs) my aunt decided to play it a gajillion times. It was just like, she was just here not even 10 hours ago. And now we're listening to this video. It was, it was haunting. And I don't know. Yeah. It was surreal to just be there. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. That's so fast. Yes, it was. It, 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 the day, that that day, everything, and things just start flashing. I'm getting flashbacks as I talk because I remember more and more of the day. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was a terrible, terrible, like, 12 hours for me. Um, also remember seeing my grandfather, my dad's dad, for the first time have an ounce of emotion oh yeah and um he wasn't the first there my dad got there with my brother and then my aunt and my uncle and then my grandfather got there and he stormed into the room and he's in the room and he goes to my grandma and he just starts grabbing her and shaking her like you can't do this to me like wake up what like you can't leave me here and that was just yeah that tore me because I was like first I've never seen my grandpa show any sort of emotion or real love to her and then Mm. and then I was added component of me feeling bad about not like having her hear her she wanted to see him and oh yeah didn't and now he's here like yeah that destroyed me oh man yeah. <laughs> she uh I mean she was his love, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if even if for his uh grandchild, you know, you didn't get to see him. Yes. As yep. that, you know, in that emotional life. Yes. Um, and my my I talked to my cousins about this a lot of times. I'm not not about how I felt, but mostly about my grandfather and my grandmother's relationship. And how yeah. his demeanor towards my grandmother made us not feel very comfortable dating or even being in a relationship in the first place mm. or scared to. So that's, so it's both sides. I don't know. <laughs> it's just. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause well, they came from a different time. Yes. You know, and modern couples are so different i mean from like 30 40 years ago you know yeah things have evolved definitely but um women are human now (laughs) yes we are (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know that before now (laughs) we are people now in most in some places yes exactly in some places that's for sure and we're working on that we are and 
it was a different time. It was a different time for them. And it, regardless of what happened, they loved each other. I, I just wish they would have been there. I I could have seen it besides that one memory. So yeah. Yeah. To see them, to like be able to look through a window or like a, a film and see their wedding day or when they meet, you know, the spark of love or, you know, kindness toward each other. Um, yeah, it's interesting thinking, how were my grandparents romantic when it comes across very like kind of mm-hmm. maybe cold or or it's a different love style. <laughs> yes, very, very different. And they had, you know, they had very defined roles, old, older mm-hmm. couples um, in the past, you know, had different roles. Now we're just all over the, you know, yes, we do it all. It's a clusterfuck now. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> so what do you believe happens when you die? What do I believe happens when I die? When, when we people die. die. What do you think happens to them? That is a question I would love an answer to. I, (laughs) I've honestly listened to different theories and just, I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of theories out there. Like there's the coming from, you know, Christian parents, uh, the heaven hell one. Although the heaven hell one is the one that, bothers me most which is kind of weird because uh it's just defining the who goes to hell the thing that really oh yeah like how what's up with judgment yes yes that thing is the worst to me because I remember growing up and it's like oh if you repent then life (laughs) but then people I don't know like oh if you're just if you just happen to be gay you're just going straight to hell it was like it's like oh I don't get it uh I go, I don't get a be good, get out of hell card yes. just because I don't. <laughs> I That's to me, like, it was like mind boggling. It was like, okay, so you have Ricky Martin, who's like such a great, like he, he's such a philanthropist over here. Yeah. And he's going to hell because he likes a man. Like, yeah, that doesn't and then you have to me, terrible right? human beings. And they, they go to heaven because they said, sorry, right before they died. Like what? Yeah, that that's me. That's kind of like that is what steered me away from the the Christian beliefs yes. of heaven hell because I don't think you should judge someone by who they love, who they choose to love, or well, besides if it's children, that I will definitely judge you for those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but who you choose to uh, love. Uh, I don't think that should be based on that. That should define where you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's more of like, if you are a caring person, if you love helping people, those things do define. Um, yeah. So it shouldn't determine whether you get into this magical place of. Yes. Like fantasticness or you got yeah. to burn in hell just because. Yes. And. Also, I do, I think, I don't know if I believe in anything, honestly. I just think I would, I would 
like the idea of reincarnation like just oh yeah coming back to something and I, I sometimes think about that because my grandfather passed away at the same kind of at the same time that I did I mean like I, when you were I, born life yeah yeah it was like who knows maybe he reincarnated in me I don't Interesting. know that, <laughs> yeah yeah I thought that when you were saying that I was like oh that's an interesting yes unusual thing yes and there's just I don't know I know it's movies and stuff it's just like oh when you get deja vu that's just something that maybe you experience and you're re-experiencing now in a different form is just like oh that's why you have these memories it's just like I don't know that's an interesting way to look at things <laughs> I'm not married to anything yet oh uh, yeah yeah I mean I am married but I'm not married to any ideas <laughs> yet so. Yeah, uh, it's hard to, you know, I have speculations. We talk about it all the time um, on this podcast. I, I talk about it on other, I talk about it to strangers. Um, but yeah, you know, it's all theory. theory. Yeah. It's all speculation. We don't really know. Mm-hmm. We haven't been able to figure out how to quantify that scientifically. You know, there's no, um, we don't have hard evidence. And the only ones who know are the ones who have died and we can't ask them as far as we know but that does bring up my next question do you believe in ghosts huh i i do believe in not conventional but i do believe that there's probably something out there because i've had some freaky experiences but no i'm uh not that i've I believe in like Casper or something, just like, (laughs) but I don't know. It's, have you ever, have you ever experienced anything like, you know, like ghostly or, or. Well, I have experienced some funny things, but I'm not sure if it, if it's, if it was ghosts or it was just the pipes, who knows? I uh, <laughs> I was in Wisconsin and we used to live in this attic, which sounds creepier than what it actually was, even though it's a yeah. big, creepy. But uh, one time we went downstairs to the basement because that's where you had to do laundry. And because we're nosy as hell we decided to go through stuff and we saw this album and we were looking through this album and there was a lady an old lady where we lived and then we saw pictures of her dead and we're like huh so we're like okay time to close this (laughs) (laughs) was she in a room of the house she wasn't it passed she away. Used to live live in the attic, like there. Yeah. Oh, so. But so wait, so the pictures of her already dead. Yes. But like just like in bed or. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. It wasn't like a gory murder scene. No, no. Like, wait no. a second, that's the attic that I live in. No, but it was. We were like, wait, that's attic where we live in but that yeah. that um it, like a month or two after that I'm talking we're talking I'm talking to my sister and we're we're talking about ghost stories or whatever in the it's 
very dark because it's winter in Wisconsin, yeah. which Oof. is cold, tough. Um, <laughs> and we're we're in the kitchen, and all of a sudden, I don't remember exactly the words now, but um, I don't know what I said. But all of a sudden, the door starts shaking. The door, like the the entrance to our apartment in in the attic, it starts shaking. And the knob is like, uh, and my sister and I look at each other and we're like, what the hell? And we just start booking. We ran to the room. And when we get to the room, we step in the room. My, she wasn't my, my uh, stepmother anymore, but she was my sister's mom. She wakes up, she was sleeping, but she was up like, Whoa, like that. And my sister and I just, <laughs> And then she didn't remember what happened. She was like, like, what's going on? And I was like, what the hell? So <laughs> was the knob to her bedroom? No, it was it was the the entrance of the apartment. Oh it was weird. I don't know why it was, I don't know why it was shaking. I still have no idea how that thing was shaking. The thing and is, this is I, the same apartment as the picture of the dead lady yes yes and we were talking about ghosts uh i, was, I did that happen that happened after you saw the picture yes Ugh. yes Ugh. how did you feel <laughs> living in a place um after knowing that that lady had passed away there was it like were you like is this the room is that the room or it was weird because i i um when when we showered sometimes the door would shake and yeah well, I was just like yeah just forget yeah. about it you know whatever who cares oh yeah <laughs> yes. yeah and, and then at that time too this sounds I don't know if I want to say this <laughs> <laughs> no okay I'm gonna say this but let me tell you okay, okay so okay. my um wait a second Yes. As you know, whenever you're hesitant to say something, I'm like, here it is. Like, this is the thing. <laughs> okay, no. So my mom was a teenager and she's, uh, my mom was a teenager once, if you believe oh, it or not. Yeah. But um, <laughs> she, in the house that my grandmother built, she decided to play with a Ouija board in the hallway of the house, right? Oh, yeah. So... We didn't know about this until the winter of where that thing happened in Wisconsin. But anyway, when I was younger, I remember showering. It was the, how do I explain this? The house, it's the living room, the kitchen, the hallway, my room, another room. And then the bathroom is right here. My mom played in this hallway mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. here. Yeah. And um, when I would shower, I would sometimes hear like people calling my name, but I I would say like, what's what mom, but no one was there. Ugh. And, and then she was, I don't know. She started saying like, just don't answer. Don't whenever you hear someone calling your name, don't say anything back. But um, then my my aunt moved in there, moved in there, and we moved upstairs to a one bedroom little thing. And uh, my my aunt had a daughter who was I don't know eleven months 
10, I don't even know who she was. She was several months old and she couldn't walk. She could yeah. barely crawl, yeah. but my, my aunt put her to sleep on the crib. And then set, my cousin just was not on the crib anymore. And she was on the floor Weird. and my mom. Yeah. But my family was like, what is going on? We would, we would hear things. And that was the thing that like happened. That wasn't like us hearing something. Yeah. And it turned out that my mom did played Ouija board and then they did an exorcism or something. They took like the, not an exorcism, but they went with the. Oh, um, I don't know what it's called when they maybe like a blessing or they clear the house or. Yes. And my mom, my family was like, we in this house, we do not talk about ghosts. We do not mention anything because yep. Your mother, your mother did this. <laughs> it, was, it all starts with a Ouija board. That's how horror movies start. <laughs> I know. And it was just, I, I always felt like, and when I was in that house, I never felt alone. And it was so mm. weird. And it was that hallway. Like I, I would usually like hear, not like every day, that's just weird. But I did hear, like when I was showering, I would hear people call my name it's just like what What a trip it was a trip it sounds like crazy I sound crazy but I don't know I don't know maybe it's my imagination I didn't know about the Ouija board until I was until the the winter of 2011 so (laughs) so you went a long time without without knowing what the hell was going on I was just it's all your mom's fault. It's all my mom's fault. <laughs> Everything else, I guess. I'm just. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good one. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The Ouija board always. My my grandmother was very superstitious. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of Sicilians tend to be superstitious, but she was very like, you know, don't yes. shit talk the. Mm-hmm spirits don't mess with a Ouija board don't mess with I it. went through a phase in like maybe junior high I was always I've always been very exploratory with like the macabre um you know various religious beliefs mm-hmm. ghosts things like that and I remember asking my mom once uh do we have a Ouija board <laughs> and she was like no what do you want with that like you, no and don't bring one into this house you know so <laughs> Yeah, there's some, I am skeptical about the Ouija board itself, um, but yeah, there have always been lots of bizarre stuff about ghosts, yes, lots of I... bizarre happenings that, you know, it's one of those things that I think like so many people report things, mm-hmm. are all of them just hearing pipes knocking or, you know, I don't know. It's another one of those things, just like the afterlife, where it's like, Mm -hmm. it's all speculation. We can only guess. I mean, there are people who are sure, who've had experiences where they're like, yes, I saw a ghost. And they're identifying it as a ghost. Yes. Someone's going to catch one on their smartphone at some point. (laughs) Oh, my God. That reminds me. (gasps) Okay. Now, I, now, now I'm just starting to sound crazy. I don't know what. No, it's, it's okay. One, I mean, it's one all... of the stories can get done. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, 
my my aunt and uncle got got dead got married which is oh hmm. interesting yeah um, <laughs> interesting <laughs> slip there <laughs> dead um, i mean married uh. <laughs> um and in their wedding ceremony it's so weird because there's a bunch of pictures where you see like this weird light next to my uncle and his mom passed away from cancer right before and it was weird because there's a it was next to him and it was a bunch of pictures and like I don't know we were just for for a long time we were just like what the hell like always next to him and it wasn't like the same like someone just took like 30 pictures in one specific spot it was just a different was his mom approving of his marriage oh um he she didn't meet my 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 aunt because um, she wasn't like showing up to be like hey don't do this hey run the other way you know like yes if anything (laughs) maybe it was a supportive haunt (laughs) yes but it, it was just kind of weird because we i that it just I just remember that just going through that and then my aunt was like do you see this and there is one where you I don't know it's just, it's just weird it was just like what the fuck is like they're always next to Paul what is going on <laughs> who knows does the prospect of of dying inspire you to do anything um for example some people ha- are like oh I have a bucket list you know, like I, things I want to do before I die. Um, you know, is there some some inspiration there? Besides getting life insurance? Um, just <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not um, a terrible idea. <laughs> not a terrible idea. No, um, there's been a lot of things that I've wanted to do, but I was broke. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I... Um, and financially conscious, I didn't want to get into a bunch of debt just to fulfill a bucket list. But there is a bucket list I do have. I just haven't been able to do anything because as soon as things started to clear down, there was this pandemic or some sort. Oh, right. Once you get some foothold of financial stability, uh, hi, global pandemic, like, stay yeah. home. <laughs> yes. It did feel like I felt personally attacked. <laughs> By COVID-19. By COVID-19. So. Yeah. Yeah. But after that, I do want to do some things. Because I do, I, I save, I've, I'm more of a saver um, than a spender. But I do want to be able to have a life to live I don't want to die and then not have done anything and then just leave it to people it's like (laughs) buy your next car (laughs) 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 no you want to have meaning I I do I I I do want to not I I do want to be able to live my life without just like throwing everything up in the air yeah so yes there are some things that i do want to do that once things start looking a little bit clearer i want to be would you share any of those things with us um is there anything you feel comfortable to share comfortable to share um 
Let me see. I, I want to travel to certain places. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yes. It, it's, it's mostly traveling, going to just everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. I want to visit. This is stupid, but I want to visit the 50 states. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's an interesting goal. It, it, it is. I, I want to do skydiving. Skydiving. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, there you go. Yes, and there's other personal goals that I do want to be able to to get before. Like, I, I've i always wanted to, since I was a little girl, I wanted to open a, an arts, a, a fine arts school back home for children for children that come from lower income. Yeah. And because uh, the fine arts really did help me cope with a lot of things as a kid. Yeah. I yeah. lived theater since I was, I started writing when I was six, seven, just writing stories about Barbie or whatever the hell. Cool. But <laughs> if but you then, need help with that voiceover, I'll do it. Yes, right. <laughs> but um, it did. It did help me grow grow up. I would love writing scripts, and then I started directing when I was like ten or nine. Cool. My first play. So it. So that that's one of my goals to be able to do. Like I don't want to die without having the opportunity to or open something yeah um, yeah you want to make a splash yes yes it's just I don't know my, my goal was to like in, in my dream it was and to get students there and then the very best of the best try to get them here to Los Angeles yeah so like it's your time give them a shot yeah yeah that's something I don't know since I was a little girl I just wanted to it was just something that was just there with me cool yeah. mm-hmm. I like that um so we're in the home stretch uh the last few questions I have for you I will pose at once and then we can just go into it um the questions are what songs song or songs would you want played at your funeral mm-hmm. and do you have any specific way you're you would like your funeral to be okay so songs one song that I want the entire song to be and there's one that I, I don't know if I want the actual song or just the chorus of it because mm-hmm. I just love it the chorus I love so much maybe um, read as a poem or something yes the first one is La Vida es un Carnaval which is a Celia Cruz, which she was a Cuban, an Afro-Cuban singer. She's she passed away, and she. I'm familiar. Yes, Asuka, her cash words. <laughs> I love her. She queen. Um, but yes, her song is just that song. Just always makes me so happy. It's like, oh, you don't have to cry. Life is a carnival, and it's more beautiful to like live singing and it's just something that I feel like something that I want to do that's cool and then I don't know I like (laughs) Lin-Manuel a song from Hamilton which is uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda yep wait for it 
Um, and it's it's just a part of the song. Um, it's death doesn't discriminate between the sinners and the saints. It takes and it takes and it takes, and we keep living anyway. We rise and we fall and we break and we make our mistakes. This sorry, if there's a reason yeah. I'm still alive when everyone who loves me has died, I'm willing to wait for it. That part is just wow. Yeah, I love it, and thank you, Lynn. You are. <laughs> bow down to right <laughs> i love you amazing yeah I'm hey if he's warrior. listening yes <laughs> warrior i want you to write my funeral song awesome yes <laughs> just no one pressure lynn no pressure lynn <laughs> write one for me just do what you do what you do take five minutes i don't care do it at, at in a subway or oh, add a subway. That's even better, you know. Wherever. Like, yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's really yeah, I love those lyrics. Yes. And um I've never actually watched Hamilton. Sorry. Hamilton. Hamilton. Yes. I I I I sing the songs like crazy. I I like I said, I, I loved theater as a kid, so I am one of those. Um Hamilton, obviously our the founding fathers of this country aren't oh yeah yeah i haven't look i have to yeah <laughs> i have to see it because it's apparently yes right I up just, my alley i don't know you know me well and you know yeah. my opinions on all of that <laughs> i just think his it was very refreshing to me hamilton was symbolic because the founding fathers obviously are white Yes, uh, but in the play or in the musical, he has a lot of people of color, uh, black and Latin. It's just like these people built this country, so it's kind of metaphoric. So you're talking about the founding fathers, but these people, the these people's ancestors were the builders, the right, founders, yeah, the foundation yeah. of this country. Yeah. So it was kind of like I don't know if that's where he was going. Or, or whatever but in my mind that's where he was going for what, what he was going yeah for. yeah so that's the what country I'm was say. not built by the people who wrote yeah. the constitution yes the blood sweat and tears did not come from them no yes so that's that's what i choose to believe that when tried to do in his musical so whatever cool cool i'm definitely gonna check it out <laughs> yes i'm inspired you know it's been uh, and you know i've mm-hmm. i i have i have a crazy schedule i don't know why i keep yes. doing this to myself <laughs> that is 100 yeah <laughs> i mean i've i've done a lot of uh living in my life so yeah now i'm dedicating to school for a while so yeah. um tell me about your funeral. Oh, okay. This is something okay, so it's a bit comical. I'm not 100 percent married to this. Okay. As I've said a couple of times. <laughs> not to everything. I want a lot of the things, but I don't want to know. I don't know if I want to be petty. Well, I do want to be petty, mm. but not as petty. Who Interesting. knows? Interesting. But <laughs> um, I want a four-day celebration. I don't give me the black BS because you're I'm going to haunt you. I, <laughs> I will haunt you if you go dressed in black. No, 
bring colors the more colors you know what wear red i i once got yelled at because i wore red at a funeral wear red if you want to wear yellow red green whatever color suits your boat i don't give a shit if you want to wear sorry i don't give any cares if you want to wear a white your white wedding gown because it makes you happy go ahead but well fittingly mine was red so i'll wear my red wedding dress to your yes although i yeah go ahead (laughs) but it is a four-day celebration for my funeral and i want it to i want to become a reef a coral reef Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Ever since I was a little girl, I loved the ocean. This is just, it is my thing. I, when I was a baby, I used to, they used to take me to the beach and I used to cry when they were taking me away, like taking me out and like, no, we got to go home. I was like, no, <laughs> why? I mean, I couldn't talk, but if I could, I'm pretty sure that's what I was I would be saying so the ocean was my thing so I saw this thing it was about four or five years ago I heard that you could turn into a reef and I was like what I'm a I, I'm a scuba diver so I thought that was very interesting and far-fetched so I went on the google and it's a real thing I was like what and that I saw that and I was like nope that's it that's how I go. That's how yeah. I go. Yeah. I, I love the beach and it's just such a fair way. Uh, just end of cycle. The yeah. place the place that made me feel the most at home is where I would get to spend whatever timeline. Eternity. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. How do they, do you know how that process works? Yes. So, well, sort of. Okay. Um, so it's, it's a four day thing. And then they, they take, they cremate you okay. and then the, the ashes, they make, I think they mix it with, I don't know. I'm not yeah. science. So okay, that's all right. They mix it with some stuff and then uh-huh. they make you into a coral reef. And they make a smaller one and remember the smaller one. Cause this is going to be an important part of the story at the end okay so the first day um you your family gets to they just made you into a reef so it's kind of wet on top so your family gets to decorate you they can put their hands or whatever put shells oh okay okay whatever they want they get creative whatever if you want to put yeah right beautiful like Screw you, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the red car. I don't know. (laughs) Why? You make it your own. Just Mm -hmm. go crazy. Decorate it. Yeah. Um, You do that. And then the second day, I have to dry off. So I guess you can have a celebration at the beach. Who knows? Just throw a little party, a little get together, go swimming. Okay. Something fun and adventurous at the beach. Go diving. I would love if people would go scuba diving because it is so peaceful to go scuba diving. It is a different world. And once you go in, 
like underwater you don't want to come back because people start bugging you up here because <laughs> you can actually listen to them down there there's an excuse to ignore people so, <laughs> so if people want to go scuba diving snorkeling swimming i don't know try not to encounter sharks i don't know just go wild in the ocean or in the water and yeah something play happy songs yeah and that that would be perfect on the third day the third yeah. day is um you get to like uh you get to see the not the final result but you get to see it dry and then you can use chalk to write on it mm -hmm. so if you forgot to write something else you're just like I guess you're okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love that. I'm sorry for saying that, but, no, but I don't know. I take back my, yeah. I take back what I said two days ago. <laughs> yeah. I take back my F-bomb, but I can't, I can't fill it up again. I guess I'll just write it. Who knows? Okay, yeah. okay. They get to write on it on with chalk. And then it it, it is also... Uh, the day where they do military honors, which is oh, right, okay, which is that they fly, and I do want, I would do want the military there. Yeah, um, honors. They do all the the flag thing and whatever they have oh, right. fly in, and they fold a flag, present it yeah. to your family, and here you go. Yeah, whatever. I do want that. And the reason I want them there is because of the fourth day, which is the most crucial one for me. And um, the fourth day is when the family, or honestly, whoever wants to, but it costs $75 to get on the boat. So okay. being the closest family, they get on yeah. the boat and they throw the big, the big thing onto the water. But you get to see it when they just like, oh, this is where you dump her. The okay. coral. Yes, the coral reef. The coral Keisha. Yeah, the coral Keisha. That's that's where I go. Right. Bye bye. But yeah. for that part, I want someone. It has to be either someone from that was that was in the military that served in the military with me. Yeah. Someone that was in my command or is currently in the command I was in. And I want them to take the small, the small coral reef, remember the small one? And yeah. I want them to throw it into the water because I want the, the Navy to let me down one last time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I told my husband that he has to give the coral reef, the, the smaller one, the symbolic one, to them and to tell him, I am giving this to you because Keisha wanted you to have the honor as part of the Navy of letting her down <laughs> one last time. Right? And that's where I'm not completely married with that scenario yeah, yeah. I want to be completely petty oh, okay this is the petty aspect of the yeah. this is the petty you know, honestly like 
you know, we don't have to get into your whole story on this podcast, yeah. but um, <laughs> there may be questions. Um, yes. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, I can vouch for the validity of this petty. Yes. So that's all I'll say. It's valid. Yes. It's and earned. and it's an I want... earned uh what do we say? It's it's earned uh revenue. <laughs> yes, right. Earned at revenue. Yes. It's revenue. <laughs> yes. Need to pay up. Come on. Come uh-huh. on. Yeah. <laughs> but the last the last thing I want is to for this to be read. Uh I don't know if JFK is the person that did it originally, but it is a quote from JFK, and it says that we are tied to the ocean, and when we go back to to the sea, whether it is to sail or to watch it, we are going back from whence we came. And so that is just perfect. Wow. I love it. I love, yeah. I love the ocean. It's just some like you close the circle. So yeah. I like that. Yes. And after they throw you, whatever, and the whoever decides to, I don't know, maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe my husband will disappoint me and I'll just like, you know what? No. Or maybe if I ever have children, it's like, you've been pretty disappointing enough. Go ahead. Throw me. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> or it can be um, collectively yeah. like- or just a... Um- I don't know, dropping or throwing, but, you know, just (laughs) place me back into the ocean. (laughs) Yes. But um, I want to respect your elders. (laughs) (laughs) If it's the kid, you know. Yes. But um, after they read that, that passage from it's, uh, it's called the sea, the The little speech, the little thing that I said, um, then they they sound the horn three times and then they return to shore and everyone acts like nothing just happened. And they eat. Yes, then they eat whatever you want. <laughs> I don't care. There's always food for funerals. It's a yeah. it's a thing. Yeah. You need to eat if you're in grief. Yes. Yes. Don't don't bring some lame and although I love cheese, but don't just bring cheese, cheese and crackers. Go, you know, I love seafood. So if you want seafood, I mean get some yeah, well, if it's in Puerto Rico, I assume there's yeah. something, some good seafood there. Yes. Yeah, thanks, Keisha. This has been amazing. Yes. I uh, always love talking to you. Thanks. It has been um, one of my favorite things since I've met you. I mean, we study hard together. Mm-hmm. And some of the best times have been just our regular conversations. Um yeah yeah it's been awesome you're someone i know in this little box of the internet we have met in person (laughs) very now finally you know but um but you know it's like it's been really great and you know the the pandemic year was difficult for everyone um but look we made friends you know yes Ooh. also before i I leave you the The Eternal Reefs, I forgot to say. Yes. Yes. The Eternal Reefs is a 501c3 nonprofit, and their goal is to help preserve and protect the marine environment for the future, for the benefit of future generations. So it's me returning to the place that I love while trying to preserve something for. 
Oh, yeah. So if you're listening and you found that to be something you might consider for your own um, future death, uh, say the name again, Keisha. Eternal Reefs. Eternal Reefs. Yes. Yeah. And if you want to go all petty like me, go ahead. (laughs) Go pettier. And if you want to invite me to see while I'm alive, if you want to invite Make sure that I go so I can see how petty you are. I would love to. I love pettiness. Excellent. Yes. Keisha will will um, support your petty funeral requests. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I will too. What the hell? We'll go together. We'll cheerlead for the petty, petty, petty from the beyond. <laughs> yes. Um, so is there, are you uh, wanting to share any of your... Um, contact details for anyone um, I would love to share my dogs yeah <laughs> yeah actually I'm a, a fan uh, and a follower of your dog's Instagram um she's adorable she is my little adopted little thing and what what's better in life than a little adorable you know when I'm having a bad day and I like open Instagram and <laughs> Luna pops up, Yes. I'm like, oh, I guess it's I not know. so bad. She, she is great. She, so what is her Instagram? It is Luna, the one-eyed Yorkie, Shorkie, sorry. <laughs> Let me repeat that again, because that is going to be. Uh, yeah, and if you will, spell it out so people can find it pretty easily. Okay, it is Luna, is L-U-N-A, like the moon underscore the one just the number the one eyed like an eyeball eyed shorty so she has one eye so she's the one eyed shorty and yes follow her she is amazing follow luna on instagram yes and you can message keisha through there if you have a petty funeral uh (laughs) <laughs> yes ideas we can bounce off ideas through there I would yeah. <laughs> if you if you want to ask me how can I make this pettier is is this petty enough how can I make it pettier you know I'm Let's all here about it <laughs> yes I want to hear about it. it it's inspiring to me it motivates me it gives me energy <laughs> so you know let's let's make it as petty as you want you know <laughs> you got to get a laugh in life yes exactly and, and in the afterlife way. too yes what better way to go than continue the joking after yes exactly. Um, so cool well thank you for being my guest i really appreciate it thank you so much thank you for listening to death is everything if you like the podcast go ahead and rate review and subscribe you can find us on instagram at D period, I period, E period, underscore cast, and on Twitter at Death Every Cast. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, go ahead and shoot us an email at deathiseverythingpodcast at gmail.com. As always, enjoy your lives. Well, you still got them. <laughs>